Hi, peeps. Help Me Be Me is underfunded and needs your help. If you enjoy listening to this or it helps you at all, please visit helpmebeme.com and click donate or visit me on Patreon. Thanks. Happy New Year, everybody. It's Sarah May. Um, This is an episode I do pretty much every year, I think. Um, It's like a New Year's reflection exercise to do in your journal. You could try and do it in your head. I just think it's a little bit, it's a lot of information. And I feel like when you're writing stuff down, you get a different set of feedback. In the same way that when you're talking to a therapist, you more comes out of you, like just via the construct. So I highly recommend you do this in a journal. Um, And I wanted to give a shout out and a howdy to anyone who arrived at this episode because of Apple's Be A Better You recommended listening of 2020. So this is a set of journal prompts for you to do if you are setting up your year and reflecting back on your previous year. Um, And this is what I have done and I like it because it draws on data while really pulling out what's positive. And I feel like a lot of New Year's resolutions are based in negative. Like, I'm going to stop being uh, fat or I'm going to stop biting my nails. or It's always like kind of a regret-based thing. Um, And this way it's kind of like it's getting your life from a place of like noticing what is working and what is and what you want more of in your life. And I'm have kind of a cough, which is why I sound very uh, romantic today. Sensual. That's a better word. Um, So uh, it matters also why you do something, because if you don't want to do something, it's really hard to make yourself do it. And that's because half of you is not committed. It's like walking with half your body dragging on the ground. It's just like it takes a lot more energy and it's not as enjoyable. Not to say we can't, we shouldn't be doing things that we don't enjoy doing because there are a lot of things you have to do that you really don't enjoy doing. I digress. So this is really about self-awareness for the sake of efficiency. And when you are aware of what you want, you can really make a more direct line toward it. Um, That said, if you are forcing yourself to do something, even though you don't want to do it, there are lots of gifts that come as a result of that. So all struggles bear great fruits. It's really a win-win, regardless of what you're working on. Um, So if you have already set goals for this year, I would just ask you to relook at them. And while looking at them, I just want you to ask yourself, why do you want what you want like what is that thing going to do for you how does it translate into a benefit in your life experience like can you quantify the experience to benefit is it going to translate to you know I'm in a I'm in a it's going to make my life so much easier I'm going to have so much more personal time or I'm going to have uh the ability to attend workout classes like for example a goal might be I want to make a million dollars, something like that. It's like, well, what is the exact, what is that going to translate into in your life? Like, what is the thing that you want out of that? Um, And I just invite you to look at those things because I think often we set goals from like an ego state, you know, it's like, I want to be a CEO. It's like a status thing. It's like a badge thing. 
And often when you do a reflection on like the things that have made you the happiest in your year, the moments center around something totally different than what those ego-based goals are, you know, like your, your happiest moments might be based in like, um, being in nature or, you know, when you're able to use your artistic abilities. In other words, sometimes they conflict with what makes us happy in reality. So it's just a good double check to do. So in this set of prompts, I'm going to have, uh, I have a reflection, reflection that's both back to the year previous and also the last decade. Why decade? Because uh, one of the cool elements of a decade is looking back on yourself with like a very specific lens. Like you get a cool snapshot of you as like, you know, it's almost like a time lapse of walking, watching like an oak seed grow. It's just like a nice portrait to isolate because it's long enough that it allows you to gather insight into who you are growing into, like what direction your life is taking. And based on that, you can guide it more specifically moving forward. So one frame by which to view your year and your decade that I'd like to offer you is that you are curating kind of a a recipe each day. I've talked about this in my previous episodes this is my my like metaphor for happiness it's like you're doing <clears throat> you're cooking a recipe each day and you're constantly balancing it you're trying new flavors you're trying new ratios and you're just making sure you have enough of all the flavors to make it rewarding and interesting and complex so i think of it as a like a think a rich rewarding life as like it's like a constant um you know, cooking process, a balancing act, like you're preparing a delicious meal every single day and you perfect it and reinvent it with new flavors as you go constantly. But the goal is balance. Like you need just this much sweetness, just this much salt, just this much butter and this just this much sour. And that is when you really get uh, the flavors to sing and you need all of the flavors. It can't just be single noted. Otherwise life becomes single noted loses meaning it loses tension and like there's no narrative there's no arc so that's why you know there's a good amount of stress and tension that you need in your life just to keep that balance like you need a certain amount of pushing yourself to continue to grow that's like an essential part of life um Because you can get into a spot where you're just kind of plateauing, like, I'm just going to be super mindful and I'm going to be super me-focused and healthy and present and I'm not going to get attached to things. And then if you do that for a while, then you're like, okay, so what's the point of everything? Like, I don't need anything. Like, the non-attachment state is its own trap because you kind of stagnate. So... I think, you know, and that might be great for you. That might be exactly what you need. But I feel like for, in my opinion, a very rich life full of meaningful experiences needs a balance of I need to try really hard and grow myself. And so this recipe translates to I need presence of mind and I need to be in my body. I also need to be pushing myself to grow as a thinker, a creator, an innovator. And sometimes that's going to feel scary and stressful. But these two flavors both need to exist because that's a beautiful balance. And if they don't, you end up kind of 
detached. Like it's like a eating a bowl of overnight oats. That's really good. But there's no fruit and you're having it every day. And that's a lot of oats. Um, <laughs> that made sense. If you're asking why journal, I have clients that are not interested in journaling and they've never been into journaling. Even if you don't journal, I really think this exercise is helpful to do in a journal because it brings about consciousness. It brings about awareness of things latent. And it's like you can think about it like a homework assignment. Um, so it, things that are maybe floating around in the back of your mind, it makes them focal and top of mind, which becomes um, more true just in that process. And it's like um, when you add more energy to something via making it more top of mind, that process in itself is activating. It's just, just the act of becoming aware is an action. And like I've said in past episodes, you are always in motion. You're, you're moving through time. Every single little moment, you are active and you are in motion. So it's really helpful and important to be clear about who you choose to be and your values for yourself and what you are heading toward because it's just like you're on a snowboard, you know, you're heading downhill on a snowboard. Whatever you look at, you are going to run right into it. So choose the right goal because you're already closer to it in the simple act of choosing it. So with that, here are some journal prompts. Um, grab your journal. So the first one I have is a fun one from a friend of mine. And I think it's a great way to start things off just because it starts kind of lofty and cool. Uh, so prompt number one is life well lived. So the question is, living or dead, who do you think has the best life? Like what would be one life that you would envy and think represents a life that's lived to the fullest? And it could be a famous person. It could be a person you know. And um, just quantify exactly what it is about that person's life that you think made it so rich and well lived. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Okay, prompt number two. Um, this is a look back at your decade. And you might need to pull up a calendar. Um, do a little research to figure this out. I had to. I want you to briefly look back at your decade and write down what you have achieved. Like things you are most proud of, including things related to personal growth and also things that you overcame. So for example... Some of mine are, I moved through a trauma, a divorce, and I had a post-traumatic growth spurt after it that gave me a large puzzle piece of myself back. And that is a huge bullet on my list, even though it's based on something negative. Um, so I invite you to like, you know, make a list of bullets. Like another one of mine is like published two books and uh, made my podcast album, which was like such a crazy amount of work. Um, so those were things that are like not necessarily enjoyable, but they were accomplishments and I'm proud of them. Um, but keep this list open-ended because I guarantee you'll think of really important ones later. And to add to this decade list, I want you to add moments that stick out as the most meaningful and like joyful. So also on my list is like getting, finding the love of my life and getting married and having a baby. <clears throat> All right, so this list might take you a bit, but after you have completed it, I want you to look back at all of it in its entirety and just look for any common themes. Um, 
you know, like highlight things and like maybe notate in the margin, like what are some, some threads, you know, it might be stuff like finding self, um, challenging myself creatively. I don't know. You get what I mean. All right. Next prompt is 2019. So next I want to invite you to reflect on just the previous year. And really uh, enjoy this one. But I want you to write down a list of what you enjoyed most in your year. What would you say are the greatest moments of joy and also achievement? But um, just record like these are the moments that I will hold on to and remember for the rest of my life. And uh, I'm hoping you shed some, some joyful tears as you replay and relive these things. This is a great just energy tuning exercise. Um, if you believe in manifestation, <laughs> then I would invite you to wish for something at, after doing this exercise, just because it's like, it gets you into that perfect energy state um, for uh, all that, that universe stuff. And after you do this exercise, I would notice any themes. Like what do you, what do those things have in common? So in both your year and your decade, what I would also invite you to just make top of mind is moments related to feeling like a good person, like moments you felt very rewarded for bringing others joy. And like specifically moments you felt like you grew your character or you acted as your best version of yourself, um, like you, you did more good than a normal day somehow. So just give yourself a second beat to really think back of any specifics like that. And I would also just really replay the moment and remember how it felt, you know, including like any small ones, because those are really easy to forget or take for granted. One of mine is I took my wedding dress to try on for my grandmother, who was kind of bedridden at that stage. And that is... I would say one of the top moments of my entire life thus far, but I wouldn't, wouldn't have thought to add it to this list. Cause it's like, you know, it's not like an achievement that like somebody else would care about, but it came out of a wanting to share love with somebody else. And it came out of also thoughtfulness. Um, so just think back, are, are there any gestures or actions that were small, but very meaningful in how they affected another person or how they affected you? Like, did you have any goals to share your joy with somebody else? Because this exercise, this reflection exercise, is as much about career success and relationship success as it is about defining and fostering your character. Like, really honing in on the goodness of your, your soul. It's inherent. And I think when you can recognize how that feels to act in alignment with that, it's like it becomes more true. And in turn, it will help you prioritize the right things in your recipe moving forward. Because um, those moments you feel really good about yourself, it highlights your values. It highlights what's really important to you. All right, the next prompt. What do you want to bring forth in the coming year? Like, basically, what do you want more of? Now that you know what has made you the happiest, now you see, like, these are the things that really meant a lot to me and the things that really stick in my memory and things that bring me joy to replay in my mind. Just 
you have your highlights ask yourself what are you wanting more of in your coming year and like maybe what what did you have a little bit of but you want a lot more of like what do you need to bring out and I'm, I recommend making this kind of a list of broad values, qualities, or feelings, like vague terms that cover a lot of things. Like, for example, you might write love and intimacy or creative expression or creative drive. And then kind of write little detailed, um, like shorter paragraphs under it just so you can... Because otherwise it's going to be like a super long <laughs> detailed list. Um and I would also invite you to throw in, like, the literal stuff you want. For example, like, more sex, more laughter, more camping trips, uh, f- you know, financial abundance, whatever it is. So those are my prompts. And um, I hope you enjoy them. And I, what I got out of this process, as I've been uh, <clears throat> saying I really enjoyed it myself, it's, a, it's like it gives you a way to look at your legacy as a human being which I think is hard to see from a single day in your life. And I just wanted you guys to have that opportunity because what I think is important is like you see how much you you can do in a lifetime and you see how much your time matters. Like you can think about what is the impression I want to leave on others in my wake? Like what is the mark I make in this world? What is the gift I'm here to give with myself and with my presence? Because a lifetime is a really long time and you can do a lot with it and and all these little tiny moments. It just, it helps to be clear and aligned in your mind, body, and soul what you intend to do and who you choose to be. So just think about it like a ratio, you know? If you, let's say your goal is to spread compassion and if you are consistent in that goal every single day, you're just kind and you give love to hundreds of people every month, over a lifetime, you have made quite a legacy just via your choice to act that way. Just just via your presence in this world. The effect is massive just in being deliberate in who you choose to be. So if you, if you still have it in you and your hand doesn't hurt from writing, I would also finish this off with just a little set of gratitudes, three gratitudes, and uh, what I call the I am statements. So that's five or so adjectives of who you choose to be, like how, how you choose to conduct yourself. It's just almost like a mental reminder of like, these are the values I hold for myself and how I act. Mine are kind, loving, inspiring, inspired, um, powerful. I can't remember the other ones. But as I mentioned before, if you already set a lot of goals this year, just double check you're choosing your goals for the right reasons. Are they for you or at the cost of you? Is it a self-punishing goal or a this-will-make-me-happier goal? Because when you choose things at the cost of yourself, they can be very difficult and draining and sometimes scary to pursue because they never feel quite right when part of you isn't fully on board. But as I said also, everyone has their reasons. So if you have a, a good reason for doing something at the cost of yourself, I think it's just helpful to be clear on that so you can hold tight to it Um, It's like grounding when things are painful and you're having a hard time with that pursuit. It's like a way to give yourself a pep talk. For example, I am doing this thing I hate because it makes me happiest and most myself to provide for my children, whatever it is. Um, So if you're unsure whether you're doing uh, what you're doing for the right reasons, 
I would also invite you to just glance down at your path, like meaning the bullets you have for your last decade. Just that list will reflect where you are and why you do what you do. Like if you, for example, if you're ambivalent and you're not sure what you want to do in your life, your, your path will kind of reflect that. Or if you have a, like a kind of, you're in process still and you're, and you're solving yourself, you're working on yourself, that'll show up too. So that's just like, that's a great thing. That's it's, I think of it as like, we're all these buds blooming, like the petals are starting to unfold. And our goal is just to assume our most beautiful form as human beings. So if anything, this is just a really fun set of data to look at, like a time lapse of you blooming. So to end on a personal note, <clears throat> as I mentioned, <clears throat> sorry, about the person living or dead prompt, my person was my grandfather. And he started it from nothing, like <clears throat> terrible, evil mother. <clears throat> was really abusive and uh he was basically like he would collect coal from the streets to sell as like I don't know a five-year-old or something insane in uh England and he as he grew up he had so many different jobs and so many different failures but he constantly reinvented himself and in my opinion the best life possible is one full of evolution and growth like where you continue to advance and grow yourself and learn new things and move into something else that piques your curiosity. So to be able to be in a constant state of growth and learning and inspiration and creative expression, um, you're, you're growing your scope and your, you, you grow every aspect of yourself, including your joy for life and your your self-compassion in the process it's like it benefits so many things um about your life my husband is mooning me right now so sorry uh that did not help my ability to read um anyway so yeah growing yourself also involves a lot of trial and error and bravery and struggle which in the moment might not feel that fun but when you, f you have the outcome, when you live through the outcome, it brings so much more strength and complexity to who you are. And it also brings so much joy. Um, I also think it's vital and fulfilling in a fulfilling life to be able to give your gifts to others and also be appreciated for those gifts. Just to be able to give your love to others you love. I also think that being able to create a material form of your gifts that can be shared with others is really profound just because it gives things a life outside of you um, and that thing grows by itself. But those are just, those are me. But um, I hope you are all ever-changing and brave and that you never give up and happy 2020, everyone. Smile. Smile.